Welcome to this edition of On Air with Audrey. We have a very special guest on the podcast. I'm Audrey, and I don't want to waste any time, so we're going to go into our guest intro. Please welcome to On Air with Audrey. DJ Mad Mardigan. DJ Mad Mardigan is a very special, special, special human who is the official NBA DJ for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he is a proud, proud, proud Minnesota man. Um, he also has his own DJ company, which is so cool. Um, it's called Generation Now DJs. They do weddings, events, corporate events, proms, school dances. Um, they're also providing the DJ services for the new women's soccer team, like the professional women's soccer team in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So super honored to have talked to him. I actually talked to him right before I headed out to the women's final four up in Minneapolis for the end of the 2021, 2022 division one women's basketball season. So, um, this was recorded about two months ago and then, um, due to just like the final four craziness. And then after that, I slowly but surely started to move uh somewhere so I didn't really get around to releasing it which is my fault because this man is absolutely amazing and you need to hear how awesome he is so please welcome to the on air with Audrey podcast the one and the only DJ Mad Mardigan also go Timberwolves because you know Timberwolves are amazing and shout out to Minnesota specifically Minneapolis and St. Paul because I just love it there and I know one day I'm going to be back but until then please welcome to my podcast the one and the only DJ Mad Barnigan. Perfect. I'm here with DJ Mad Martigan of Generation Now DJs. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Love this to be is here. Super, this is super exciting. So, um, you know, DJ Mad Martigan is the DJ for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx. So you're, you know, born and bred in Minnesota. What does it mean to be able to have that opportunity? Oh my gosh. What does it mean? I mean, I mean, like last night we had a Timberwolves game. We did lose, unfortunately, but the energy was crazy in there. And like the music has such a big role to play with energy and vibe and affecting the players, which is cool too. You know, knowing that like my song selections may, you know, contribute to an energy level in certain players and you know, who knows? So um, yeah, this is my 14th season as the official DJ, which is crazy <clears throat> to say out loud. Um, it's been that long. And um, we're both the Timberwolves and the Lynx. Excuse me a second. So um, it's just, it's an honor. I, they're world-class athletes on both teams. You know, the, the Lynx don't get enough credit. They're four-time world champions. In fact, I have my rings that i like are to you show. kidding me that's so on cool camera <laughs> let's go that's awesome that is that upside down oh <clears throat> this is you're this is your year one let's see i think my that's camera so can cool. get it uh why wouldn't it focus anyway um that's so yeah, awesome world-class athletes you know um some of the best in the world so it's just so cool. And then I started DJing 
1999 <clears throat> and with the intention of doing DJ battles, which like they, they don't really exist anymore, but like back then right. it was huge, you know, and um, you would battle people, you would put together these sets um, that were anywhere from like three to six minutes. Red Bull three style has a battle that I enter that's 15 minutes, but um, you essentially work for weeks on these sets and put together these crazy scratch battle beat juggle yeah. mixing sets to just wow the crowd. And um, that's what I loved. I just loved pouring everything. I was in college at the time. So like just pouring all my extra time into that. And I never thought in a million years I'd be DJing, you know, at the target center, like, right professional teams and just all the other events and you know even just weddings and stuff I just that wasn't in my mind and so what I did back then in those DJ battles is pretty much exactly what I do at the Target Center for the Timberwolves and Lynx because my sets are shorter um you know a timeout only lasts so long and then so in that amount of time I'm mixing several several tracks and putting acapellas over instrumentals and kind of creating like mashups and you know scratching so cool playing to the camera so it's, it's it is it's it's just crazy to think about that like what i got into djing for i'm now doing on this level so i mean what do you do during the time you're not playing because i mean you're only playing for um when there's nothing going on right right um like game wise you mean nothing going on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like when they're playing what are you trying to figure out so yeah when when I'm not DJing, I'm, I'm spending pretty much all that time preparing for the next set. Okay. Um, so that's like listening to, to trail. Usually by, by the time I get to the target center, I had, I've downloaded a bunch of new music, listen through them all and then set cue points, which is like where certain elements of the song happen because sorry, my phone is fine. Right. Let me silent that. <clears throat> um, because no, no one wants to hear a, you know, 30 second intro to a song, like let's get into it. Right. So I got to cue point these parts of the song so that the energy is always high. And, and then, then I'm like trying to figure out based on what's going on in the game and, and like, is it a t-shirt toss? Is it a flex cam? You know, is it uh, get up and move? You know, we have a lot of these different elements and then get a set together. You know, that's usually like, three, four, five, six right, songs, right. add a, a bunch of extra songs in there just in case I change my mind last minute and want to go in a different direction. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. And if I'm not doing that, it's social media, you know, like I'll take a video of my pregame set and then I'll have like, I don't know, seven minutes or something before I do something next. And so it's like, I want to get that content out there, you know, right, for sure. right away. And so then I, and I try to like go not in front of my turntables when I do that so that people don't think I'm just sitting there texting, you know, friends or whatever. It's like, no, I'm just trying to get my, you know, content out there from uh, the game. So yeah, it's, it's split between those, those two things. So talk about generation now and your company and then the role that you have the final four for the women is coming to Minneapolis. So talk a little bit about that role with your company and kind of what you're doing for that. Oh, sure. So in 2010, I started Generation Now Entertainment. Okay. Um, it was initially, so and still kind of to this day, the main brand element is that we are real DJs that incorporate elements of turntablism in an open format type of style DJing. And it's like, we bring the energy that you would see in like 
from a DJ in a nightclub to things like weddings, professional sports, uh, corporate events, schools. We do a lot of stuff with schools now. And so, but initially it was, I was going to my cousin's weddings. I was going to my, you know, my good friends from college's weddings and stuff at that time. <clears throat> and it was just crazy to see just, just, uh, you know, just how bad a, a typical wedding DJ Oh, for is. sure, yeah. Uh, you know, you've been to weddings, I'm sure, right? We've all been to at least one, I feel like. And it's like, I just, and it was my friend. I just felt so bad for my friends and my cousins and stuff. I was like, dude, you should have hired me. You know, I should be DJing this. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, we just wanted you to have fun. You know, we just wanted you to come. And I'm like, no, DJing is literally more fun for me than like socializing and stuff. Um, so, so I'm like, man, there should be an option in Minnesota for people like, like me and my friends and stuff that like go, go to shows, they go to clubs, like they, they understand what, what it means to be a, a talented DJ that can read the crowd in real time and like continuously mix these songs together. So each song is blending into the next and you just don't have an opportunity to leave the dance floor. And thus your guests will be there until midnight. You know, you have the venue booked until midnight. So it's like, let's keep the party going until it's over. And these weddings, people will be leaving by like 10 o'clock, you know? So then by like 1030, it's a bride and groom, a couple wedding party people and, you know, a mom and dad or something like that and that would be it and so we oh, really yeah for sure yeah yeah so we really wanted to change the game um initially with weddings but now we've just taken that idea and that concept and then branched off into all these other areas of uh you know where a, a professional dj could be useful so i mean for the final four, you were telling me before we were recording, you're doing several events. Are you able to kind of talk about what those events may be just in case any listener may be around Minneapolis yeah. and wants to check out what's going on? I know there's Turney Town. Um, I know the convention center has a lot going on. So can you kind of give your yeah. insight as to what people can expect from your DJs? Sure. So we have uh, two, maybe three events. We're still working on some things. Some things are kind of trickling in here last minute. But what we have on for today, Thursday, March 24th at 1044 a.m. is on Thursday, March 31st. Um, it's a WCA coaches convention for the final four. We have DJ Dudley D doing that. That's at the Fillmore, which is just an awesome uh, new venue. And then on Sunday, April 3rd, we have one of our new DJs, DJ Dime. Um, who is just an awesome DJ. I mean, she's incredible on the turntable, super personable, and just really fits everything that we kind of look for in a DJ. And she's a female and it's just, we need to give females more shine right. um, in terms of, I mean, I was just looking at like old DJ magazines and stuff where they used to do these like lists of a hundred, the hundred the hundred best or the top 100 DJs in the world. And it was hard to find a female DJ on there and they're, and they're out there and they're grinding. And so um, we've actually, we're working on a partnership right now with Minnesota Aurora, which is going to be the women's professional soccer team in Minnesota. And their season starts this year. So um, yeah. And so we're going to just have female MCs, female DJs only uh, at those games. And so, yeah, so DJ Dime, Shout out to DJ Dime, Nikki, uh, 
She's going to be doing the Final Four Tourney Town Dribbling event, which is okay. um, at the convention center on Sunday, April 3rd. So, I mean, there's just so much going on, you know, all over the place. But those are the two things that we have on the books right now. But there's going to be other things that kind of come in. Um, just okay. follow so our social media pages. We're at Gen Now DJs on Instagram and uh, at Generation Now DJs on Facebook. Um, those are kind of our two main hubs for our event information. So for someone like me, who's the first timer in the Target Center, you know, going in the bowels of the building as a media member, um, what can you tell me about that experience? Because it's a newer building, right? It's been open again for four years after renovation. So from that perspective, you know, behind the scenes, what is it like, um, you know, being down in those tunnels and kind of those little passageways because I, I saw a video on YouTube um someone posted a video of all the hallways and it looks very confusing and I'm like how am I gonna find my way even if there are like signs telling me where to go I know I'm gonna get lost yeah you probably will I mean sometimes I hate to admit it I just I have not I don't have a good sense of direction in general so uh but it's first of all it's awesome like it's so you feel so honored and like uh, privilege to be in that position. I mean, even yesterday I had a guest DJ, DJ Cam Bennett, who's just blowing up. Um, and as my, uh, featured guest DJ last night at the target center for the Timberwolves game, we, we do this player warm up thing before the game even happens before the doors even open where we play music just for the players that are warming up. And I mean, I still get goosebumps, you know, when I'm back there, cause it's like, the average person can't go back there you know you have to be sure. involved in some way and it's just like you just feel all these you know uh emotions of just like pride and like man this is so cool like we're back here uh we're walking by the um the uh, locker rooms you know for each team which there's these super cool um like green backlit here i'll show you a picture of it quick because yeah we took a selfie in front of it uh last night but uh, you can see. So that's yeah. in Cam. I gotta turn this off. Uh, and it's like this green backlit, you yeah. know, and that's where all the players are in there, you know, getting ready for the game. That's so cool. So yeah, there's plenty of security and stuff though that can help you out and make sure you're going in the right way. Target Center is much easier than, I mean, US Bank Stadium is. Obviously, it's much larger, but um, you really can get lost in that place. Because, like, yeah. Target is really only one or two. Yeah, there's the two separate kind of tunnels on each side that that you'll have to navigate around. But I would say the biggest thing is just, and my boss last night at the, at the Timberwolves actually called me after the game and was talking to me about just how this season has gone. I mean, it's just been so incredible this season just the energy the vibe everything and he's like you know you're really busy you got a lot of things going on just take a minute to like be present in the moment and just really you know observe of like what's going on in front of you because we do get you know caught up and all right what's the next thing I got to do what's the next thing I got to do like um I want everything to be perfect you know and he's just like just yeah, kind of yeah. putting perspective for me like that so relating back to your question that would be another thing that I advise is just it's, it can be a little stressful and you're, you're, you have a job to do, you know, but like try to be in the moment and just be like, wow, I'm like really here at the target center and doing this. What's your favorite part of the building? Favorite part of the building. Um, 
Hmm. Not the court or not, you know, not like the main part. You got to give me a, a juicy answer. Favorite part of the building, man. Um, of Target Center, you're saying? Yeah. Um, like where people may not go normally. Probably Lexus Courtside Club. So that we have two clubs at the Target Center. We have the Lexus Courtside Club. Okay. And then we have the TCL Lounge, which is on the lower concourse. Um, and at Timberwolves Games, we generation now we have djs in each of those locations and so each location kind of has its own vibe and the lexus courtside vibe is just more my vibe it's like you know more modern and just kind of uh really cool you know artwork and decor and just the lighting and the music we play in there is great for um timberwolves games because it's more loungy like funky deep house kind of music um soulful stuff so yeah i love it back there um and lexus courtside club i don't know what they're doing um for the final four but i'm sure there's going to be some installations and stuff to do in those spaces i think the media is actually back there from the maps yeah i i think i could be wrong but i I, i've never been to the target center so i may be completely but i wouldn't be surprised if we're back there um first time huh yeah i'm excited nice Super fun. So what's a game day like from a DJ's perspective, um, you know, with the links for the Timberwolves? Uh, game day from a DJ perspective, like, so I have a family of three kids um, and I'm married. And so when I'm not like in the zone of like, I mean, I'm constantly thinking about work and my upcoming you know, events and sets, but I really don't get into the zone until I like get my computer out and start uh, downloading new music from the record pools that I use. Uh, I use BPM Supreme and DJ City, and then I Shazam all the time. I screenshot stuff from playlists, from YouTube videos all the time. So I'm like looking at all these sources, you know, of information, download all the songs, get them into my software, get them in a, in a crate or a folder in my software and just start getting it organized. And then, um, then I check, uh, there's a link that shows which Jersey that, that the team is wearing for that particular game. And so I'll try to match the Jersey, you know, with one of my jerseys, um, or at least just the overall, you know, look. So I'm kind of matching the players. So then it's like getting all ready, you know, and showering and getting on the right, uh, the right drip, if you will. <laughs> and then uh, and then I get to Target Center, like, let's see. I try to get there by like 4.15 at the games at 7 p.m. Um, so it gives me 45 minutes until I do that player warm-up set. And so I can get, set, get, get inside, get through security, you know, and start getting my computer open and getting my music ready, figuring out what I'm going to play for that set. And then boom, and then it's like once five o'clock hits, I'm DJing. And then it's pretty much just either DJing or preparing to DJ until, you know, 10 p.m. when we're out of there. So if let's say like a player gets hurt during a game, um, are you told to, so like, let's say it's really bad, you know, knock on wood, this never happens, but let's say someone gets hurt, ambulance has to be called, you know, the game is stopped for 20, 30 minutes. Um, has that ever happened? And if it happens, 
are you told to keep DJing or is it something where you would just completely stop? Uh, I probably wouldn't be DJing in that section. So we have three um, musical, like there's three uh, ways that the music is heard in the Target Center. We have a music director who um, is either Tim Miller or uh, DJ Dudley D. They're both Generation Now team members. And so the majority of the music that you're hearing at Target Center is coming from them because uh, they are playing during the play of the game. They're playing when there's a big shot, when someone dunks on someone, you know, when we're dribbling the ball up the court, we call those bumps and it's like hip hop instrumentals and just, yeah. you know, they're playing all that. I'm more of a performance artist and then I'm doing these intricate DJ sets um, for like pregame. Uh, like when we announce, when our PA announcer says, make some noise for your Minnesota Timberwolves. They come running out to boom. I start, I start DJing at that moment. And then I play up until uh, we do like the national anthem. And then, um, so, so yeah, our music director would take over in that point. There probably wouldn't be music at all in the very beginning of like an injury until we kind of assess, figure out what's going on. Cause you don't want too much, you know, yeah. noise for, you know, the physical trainers and the medics, if there is one. Um, and then, yeah, once it's kind of figured out what's going on, the music director will kind of lightly play something that's just, you know, almost nondescript, just like something that's just not dead air, you know, maybe just a little funky, but like nothing hype and then nothing sad, you know, it's like a, it's like a fine line that you draw with situations. Like it's the same thing if like we're down by 20 points, what, in its fourth quarter, you know, there's really not much chance to come back and win. It's like, right. <laughs> when you play in that position? So, uh, it's, yeah, it's just more just neutral music that's still entertaining, you know, and makes people at least just tap their foot or be like, oh, I remember this song. Has that oh, ever I happened before? Like where but, there's an injury and you don't know, do I play, do I not? Yeah, I mean, we had uh, something happened last night. Um, you know, where it's just a pause. It's, it's never been anything like that. I can remember, I might be forgetting something just crazy, but like, um, usually just it lasts, you know, just a few minutes and player just needs a moment <clears throat> to catch their breath. Um, maybe they got the no wind knocked out of them or they're just, you know, need to just sit there for a minute, but, um, it's usually nothing that lasts too long. So, um, how do you make sure that the music you select is diverse you have so many different groups of people that you're trying to connect with obviously you know the nba you probably associate with hip-hop i think i heard you say that in another interview so um mm -hmm. other than that though how do you assess the environment um because you're playing nba games wnba games and other events i think i heard you've done golden gopher stuff so how do you assess the environment and then take that into account when selecting um your playlists um yeah no i mean these are great questions honestly great job um i love this kind of stuff so the music is i don't know if i'd say drastically different between timberwolves and lynx but something close to that um way more female artists and Lynx, way less female artists at timberwolves um i hate to break it down by gender like that but you know that's the yeah. first thing that comes to my mind like i don't want to be playing you know all male braggadocious testosterone filled music at you know a female sporting event um i want to 
represent for the ladies. I mean, you, I mean, you just, you just have to mix it up. But the other thing is um, the fan base, you know, like, so the fan base for the Lynx is different than the Timberwolves. Um, so I'm playing much more like 80s sing-along kind of stuff. I, I can, I can definitely get away with, you know, more of that type of music uh, at the links than Timberwolves. Timber, Timberwolves is just a little more serious, like a little right. more hardcore. And like, like you say, a lot of hip hop. I mean, but our links players love hip hop. I mean, hip hop's the biggest genre of music in the world. And like, it, it's not going away, you know, it's evolving, but, um, but I mean, just that, just that stat alone, like I, you know, you just have to play hip hop. Cause it's like, look at the billboard 100 right now. It's probably half, it's probably half hip hop or hip hop, like, infused music um do you take requests at games or no is it pretty much all planned oh yeah no i definitely i mean i'm on my twitter and stuff i don't get a ton of it i i really should try to do something um maybe this link season where it's like every game do do something a tradition of like you know tweet me your top two songs right now or i don't know just get some engagement from the fans I definitely yeah, get yeah. more engagement from Lynx and Timberwolves fans on Twitter. So that's probably where I would do it. But like, if someone just tweets at me and says, Hey, um, you know, it could be like the anniversary of James Brown's death or something like, Hey, can you play some James Brown in honor of, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, cool. Let's do it. Um, uh, do you, know, you censor it, the music too? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. yeah. Only clean versions. Um, we have a company policy for that. I mean, that is something that, could potentially make me lose my job you know if like all of a sudden in front of fifteen thousand people you hear an f-bomb like you know that could potentially end my career so it's like not only do i download only clean versions but i'm listening to the whole song at least the part i know i'm going to play and then if there's words that maybe aren't swear words but are still suggest you know still not appropriate you know for uh, a family kind of function I'll then set a cue point and label it. I'll write the word that it's said there. And then I can actually censor things on the fly with a, a filter knob is how I normally do it. Um, so it just sounds like, and you don't hear it. And then the music comes right back. So um, yeah, so like drug references and you know sex references and just murder references, I'll just, I'll just edit it out, you know, cause <laughs> a lot of the music has all three of those things in it. <laughs> so depending on the part of the song, like I'll have like a couple of cue points to where I'm just looking at my screen, like, oh, okay, filter that part out. Um, and so, yeah, I just want it to be, I just, I don't, I don't want to give anyone any reason to look at me sideways is how I play right. What, what is this guy doing? You know? Um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Play it safe. What does it mean for Minneapolis to have big sporting events like the final four come through your city? Oh, it's so huge. I mean, it's, I can speak on my community and my industry, you know, like um, we just get more work and we get more exposure and we get more opportunities. And like with the Super Bowl, I think I had like 13 events in like four days or something. Like it, it was insane. Uh, and that was, that was the way for a lot of other DJs and, you know, service industry people in the town. So it brings a lot of, you know, income. I mean, really, uh, but you know, the pride too, and just uh, knowing that like, we aren't just some city in the middle of nowhere that isn't doing anything super special. Mm -hmm. Like we're, you know, 
uh, huge committees would make that decision to do a huge event like the final four in our town. So like, yeah, there's just so many great things that come along with it, you know? And so driving around, have you seen them set up for things yet? Yeah, yeah, there's definitely been some branding changes and yeah, there definitely has been some work beginning and it's, it's gonna just keep ramping up, so. What can people expect, you know, who may be listening to this, who are coming to the game as a fan um, from an experience in the Target Center to just around that area? Because if we look at a map of Minneapolis, it's right there with Target Field. So that area, you know, I, I assume in the summertime is packed with the WNBA and the MLB, but for the Final Four, what can a fan expect from that experience of, hey, I'm coming to Minneapolis, cool. There's a convention center, I can go do that. I can go to the dribbling event. I can go to this concert at the convention center that's going on on Saturday night, I've got the games. What can people kind of expect from that weekend? Well, you're not gonna get everything done that you wanna get done, you know, um, but have visions of grandeur and try to get it, do it all. But like, just be early with everything, you know? Um, that feeling of being stressed before you need to be somewhere. Oh my God, it's starting in 10 minutes. Oh my God, we haven't found a parking space yet. Like just, you know, it sounds so cliche, but like, I think it really does start there with like preparation and just being early to uh, the events that you go to. It's going to make you enjoy that those events that much more, you know? Um, but you're going to expect just great service everywhere. We have an awesome service industry in this town and they're just, especially post COVID, like can't wait for events like this um because service industry people are just naturally social at least in their job element and so you know it's like a lot of that was taken away for a while and so i just think people are just like back at it they're just ready to um just give everyone the best experience that they that we can give them and uh make sure you tip to tip your service industry with it. that um djs too you can tip djs you know <laughs> amen uh, amen but um, um, yeah, you, will you, um, from your DJ perspective, talk about that event, the Fillmore, because that was intriguing when you first mentioned it. Is that for coaches? Like, are you DJing for like Lindsey Whalen and all of them? So I'm not actually doing that event. That's DJ Dudley D. Um, let me see if I can, what details I can find here though for you. Um, so we have, um, our main booking manager, essentially, Tim Miller, who's also the music director for the uh, Timberwolves, and he's the music director for the Twins. Um, he, his kind of main role with us is booking these events, marketing, you know, and then being like the client liaison between, um, you know, the NCAA or whoever it is. I guess this one is a Meet Minneapolis uh, event, sounds like. But, um, so it's 7 to 10 p.m., DJ Dudley D, who was Prince's DJ also. Are you, I don't know are you kidding me? Are you serious? No. no, yeah, for like 20 years or something crazy. Yeah, he's one of my best friends. Uh, he's one of our first DJs too that we took on like 10 years ago. And uh, we formed a little coalition called the DJ Dads because we both have uh, children. And so- Let's go. That should be a show. And I think you've said that oh, before. Yeah. That should be a reality show. No, that was going to be, it was like Dudley had like this friend or uh, like a producer out in LA is and like, I've seen your guys' tweets about the DJ dads. I love it. Um, and we actually shot some footage of like uh, highlighting the juxtaposition between being a DJ 
and being a dad, especially like we both had like young kids at that time, you know, my um, oldest child, Henry was uh, like two, I think. So, you know, uh, I just remember like filming stuff for like changing diapers and then you're in the club and you're on the microphone telling everyone to put their hands up and there's, a, you know, 500 people. So um, it was fun. Nothing came of it. You know, it didn't get turned into a show. I don't know what happened with it, but uh, I just, I love it. You know, it's like when I'm home, I have these wonderful children. I have three and I love my time at home with my wife and my three kids. And then I love what I do, you know, when I'm out earning income. So um, it's pretty cool. So yeah, so Dudley was Prince's DJ, like toured with him scratched on records like he's been on uh talk shows and stuff with prince and so yeah he'll be djing this event um uh, there isn't a ton of information on our gen cal about it but um it's a welcome party so it must be a like coaches for, for coaches must be a coach's welcome party yeah that's that's cool yeah that's it's, cool. it's like i don't think it's really gonna be uh oh a thousand people in attendance okay uh wide variety of music a few announcements and pretty much just a good time so yeah there probably will be dancing going on a little bit but for most part it's one of those gigs where you start out and you're not trying to go too hard in the beginning you know you're just playing vibey stuff that's like people come in oh this is cool you know yeah. grab a drink grab an appetizer and um get on the microphone make some announcements hey everybody welcome i'm dj wd you know just get 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 everybody engaged and then as the night goes on you know it's kind of one of those events i think where it could go either way you could continue that vibe the whole time and that's fine i love gigs like that you know it's like i don't have the pressure of like oh my god i have to play the perfect dance songs every song because the feeling that you get when people leave your dance floor even if it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with you nothing to do with the music it's like breaks your heart <laughs> you know like Oh no, what did I do wrong? Okay, then you then you switch it up. You try to have multiple songs ready to go if that happens to switch it up and then right, oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so have you interacted with Lindsay Whalen or any of those people? And do you have any like core memories? Oh well, Lindsay's just she's one of my favorite people because her, I just I feel like I get her sense of humor more than the average person it's very dry you know oh God, yeah yeah and super intelligent humor and so i just love that and it was it was interesting in the beginning because you know post game interviews and stuff like lynx fans didn't really know her yet and so you know she just was out and she'd just stay on brand she'd always be Lindsay, you know like so freaking funny it's ridiculous. so funny yeah um and so at first our fans were like what what is going on with this lady uh, but then you know quickly everyone realized oh yeah. okay, okay okay and then you know she turned out to be just a star just uh, a legend in the Minnesota Lynx organization and I mean yeah I mean I've had you know multiple interactions with Lindsay uh, throughout the years and all, all have been good you know fist bumps and just I always try to if I get a moment with them talk music you know and just what songs are you into right now? What songs are you listening to? What songs are being played in the locker room before games? Like, I want to know all that information. Um, right. So, right. Um, so yeah, Lindsay's got an interesting music um, preferences. It's very, it's very open format. It isn't like just, you yeah. know, genre. so she's all over the board, but 
Yeah. I mean, Lindsay and, you know, we had Maya Moore for many years, like another legend uh, will go down as one of the greatest basketball players ever. And just such a, just angel to like be around and her post, like her, her post game interviews and stuff would give you chills. It would like bring a tear to your eye, you know, just the way she would just wrap it all up and, um, and thank the fans. She's just always so gracious and just like so well-spoken and she has just such a cool voice too. I mean, she, she could be like a, you know, a world renowned like preacher. It's like, cause that's what she just would do is she just preach. So, um, that was an honor to be with her. And Simone Augustus was another one, uh, huge player. And now we have another great squad. I mean, Cheryl Reeve has just been, I mean, she's the goat of all professional women's basketball coaches, like maybe of all time, all coaches, um, just to have that many wins and right. like, and not just like, world championships but like you know if we didn't make it to the playoffs there was a long chunk of time if we didn't make it to the playoffs it was like what's wrong what's going on like that's pretty cool you have a favorite dry humor story with Waylon oh gosh uh, nothing I can think of off the top of my head uh god I don't know I'm not good at that like remembering jokes you know <laughs> you know there's some people that can just like rattle yeah. off like, two paragraph joke how do you remember all of that um god i don't know just i just remember post-game interviews just being so i'd be behind the dj booth just dying and people are looking at me like what i don't understand you know uh have you seen her gentry <laughs> what's that have you seen gentry no you know what i'm talking about no what gentry is that a oh, show i'm pulling this up right now oh gosh yeah, yes, i'm obviously interviewing her so shout out to Lindsay. I'm sorry for throwing you under the bus but i have to do this to you no it's so funny that's her like alter ego on instagram right yeah so yeah. this is shout out to Lindsay again this is my favorite gentry i'm gonna try and share my screen with you if i cut you off the zoom call i'll get you back on but this all right it's worth is, it it's worth it she's she's uh She's too good. How do I, I know. How does she come up with this? It's got to be right I off don't the even... top. It's right off the top. She doesn't plan this. Okay. <laughs> it's already funny. Wait. Hey, Laura. Look at here. Well, quarantining over here is about how you think it would go. Fellow out here roaming the streets, getting loose, making things crazy. I'm doing well, staying in, staying in the house, staying safe. My hubby and he doing the same. We working from home. We learning how to use this computer. Let me tell you something. Do not. Control out the link when you have a document set up without saving it, y'all. These computers, you've got to save your work when working from home, y'all. It's the most important thing. Yeah, that's bitches wheezy right there. Here. 
Oh my God, Jantry here. Yeah, and it's always just the most mundane things, but some, he makes it so fun. I bet you she, that's what she did. She probably was like writing something up in Microsoft Word or whatever and like forgot to save it. And it's like, yep, I gotta make a Gentry entry. Seeing comedy, like for real. Yeah, yeah. How long has that been going on? Cause I feel like I've only- Like four, like, four or five years she's been doing that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Cause I've only been like the last year I've been uh, seeing those. So the algorithm wasn't showing me Lindsay's content before, but now oh, it is. Funny. I, see I mean, come on now. Shout out to Lindsay Whalen. I mean, oh man. Yeah. Going back to her music though, what's her like, you know, favorite thing? Music wise? Yeah. Um, man. It I, you know, I don't think, I just remember it being super just, you can never know where she would go with it. Yeah, because we right, would do right. this, we would do a kind of get to know you thing as like a video, you know, and, yeah. and I, I do remember, I think, I think she mentioned some country songs, but the thing with Lindsay is, is this true? Is this sarcasm? Like what, what's going on? You can on? never so tell, I, you can never tell, no. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. She could say probably the just most profound thing to you as like your best friend. And you'd be like, does she, does she mean this? Or is this, For sure. this, uh, is this a joke? So no, I don't remember any specific songs, but um, I just remember it being, uh, you know, very broad music taste. It wasn't like, you know, hip hop every time. Shout out to Wheezy, DJ Wheezy, spinning rhymes and dropping dimes. I think that's her nickname, right? <laughs> yeah 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 oh my gosh okay so who do you look up to as a dj and like who's your favorite artist um i look up to so right now I, i've always loved dj a track he's a turntable right. dj he was kanye's dj for uh, during the gold digger days and he makes music under um uh, his own name and then duck sauce and yeah, he's got multiple projects, but he's just so fun to watch. Like true open format can go from any genre, incorporate scratching like crazy. Like he was he was the youngest uh, world champion of the DMCs, which is like the main DJ competition in the world. He was the youngest ever to win it, 15 or something. And uh, so that'd be one. And then DJ Ski, who was originally from Minneapolis. Uh, he lives in LA now. He is music mogul, writer, um, started Dash Radio, uh, used to have a, a show, Ski TV, which is like the best music TV show I've ever seen, where he'd interview an artist that like is just hot right now, and just ask the best interview questions, and then he had a stage behind the interview set, so like, the, he'd be like, all right, you ready to perform? The artist like, yeah, let's go, and then he'd just like walk 10 feet to this door, open right, it up, right. and there's like 500 people in this sound stage, and the artist would then perform, it was so cool um so those be two like more you know national global djs and then locally dj dudley d has been a huge inspiration for me um his style of djing and uh we do uh weddings together which is just That's such a blast That's so fun yeah i mean imagine having the dj for the timberwolves and the dj for prince like tag teaming your wedding it's just like Holy fizzoli, that's incredible. <laughs> the videos we get from those events are just so sick. And then we can use those clips, you know, for other couples. Like, hey, look at this one that we just did, you know, last week for whoever. Um, 
so yeah, I'd say that, that that's a good little list of three right there. And then artists, um, I'm a child of the nineties. So, you know, I love nineties hip hop. That's like why I started DJing, you know, Wu-Tang Clan, Biggie, Nas, Gangstar, Tribe Called Quest, um, The Far Side, The Beat Nuts, The uh, Beastie Boys. So mostly like East Coast hip hop is um, right. where my like, my love is I, I suppose but I like EDM too um I play a lot of EDM at Target Center especially like remixes of rap songs I just love like awesome. take a rap song yeah mash it up with just a crazy epic EDM track you know so it just it just touches so many uh like demographics and I the players I'm sure the players would rather hear the original but like at least they're hearing you know the vocals from a track that they like and then it's just it's at that energy level that you need at a professional sporting event like that because especially new rap for audiences uh like we have at the target center it's just doesn't it's just not it it doesn't even though it's like energetic music it just doesn't have that hit it just doesn't hit like that energy wise like uh edm and house and stuff does so men you mentioned uh print and kind of that whole aura were you involved with the um minnesota Lynx when he invited them over oh yeah yeah i was there yeah i was at that yeah so we had one um i forget what year it was was it like 2013 or 2015 was yeah, one of those it was, yeah. but he was at those games and we put him on camera a couple times at the Lynx game. Um, he was a big Minnesota Lynx fan. And he's just a fan of basketball, as we all know, from the, you know, Dave yeah. Chappelle skits. Um, but that is true. He's a fan of basketball. But um, so, yeah, so it, it, we caught word that he wanted to do this um, to congratulate the team and throw a party for them at Paisley Park and private. And so it was just the players and the coaches the you know the higher ups in the organization and then some select staff and that's the category i fell into fortunately so yeah we got to go and it was on the smaller stage like going to paisley park there's the large um main concert room and then there's okay. the smaller one to the right that's where it was and there's probably 50 people and uh it was Prince and his band Third Eye Girl on stage playing, not the hits. I mean, he wasn't 1999 or anything like that. You know, it was like deeper, funkier cuts. But the thing that was crazy was like, first of all, it's like 50 people just watching Prince. And then he would go from instrument to instrument and be like, all right, y'all, you want to see me play the drums? And we're all like, yeah. And then he just like go behind the drums and they do another song and he's just, going crazy and then he's like, all right man y'all want to see me on the keys we're like yeah got on the keys like how about the guitar and then he'd pick up Good. just like to see a multi-instrumentalist like that at that level well that was the other than like being able to say thank you to his face that was like the highlight you know of many years there like just to see him in his element like that where Nothing was planned and the whole team pretty much like Maya Moore, everyone, Lindsay, the whole team was on stage 
for huge portions of this, just like dancing around on stage and Prince is just, <laughs> I know it was like, and you're just, we're just in there. And like, so if the whole team's on stage, that means there's like 20, 30 people not on stage. Right. And it's a small you know group. And we're just like, yeah. Were spouses invited or was it just the, what's that? Were husbands and wives invited? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. It, I don't know. It seemed very, it was very, right. it was very intimate. That's, that's crazy. Um, so going back to the Target Center for a minute, um, in terms of the vibe that you hope is set from whatever, ha- you know, whomever's playing, what can, what can people expect when they walk in that building? Um, no matter the music that's playing, no matter um, if it's sold out or not, which I hope to God from a media perspective mm-hmm. and getting in front of people, I hope it's sold out, right? I hope it for anyone it's sold out, but what can people expect from that, you know, first step um, off of first Avenue, I think it's on first. Yeah. 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 Um, I have to see who's DJing, but you know, um, the NCAA has great people working in their like entertainment department. Yeah. And I think they have the same kind of philosophy that we have, which is like, yes, the main event is the basketball hands down, but there's all these opportunities throughout the game where you can entertain people and keep people engaged. And so, yeah, it's going to be constant engagement. Um, I, know, I think they have DJ Shauna from the Milwaukee Bucks and she's just in- incredible incredible dj she makes original music too so everyone check out dj shauna um and the bucks won last year so she's got a <laughs> i think she has a ring um but so yeah i'm pretty sure she's gonna be in there and um other just awesome female uh, performers and so yeah it's just gonna be constant stimulation um plus the target center has great food options now i mean nothing like it was years ago when it was like your standard chicken strips with no i was just always like can we get a vegetable please i want one carrot yes yes we get a vegetable and especially with like young kids there you need to promote healthy yeah you know i always said like a, a celery and carrot cup with a little ranch thing that comes off the bottom. You could sell it for $9 and parents would buy the crap out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, there are vegetables now, there's salads, there's all kinds of stuff. So the food is great at Target Center now. Um, so that's always a plus. So yeah, I would just say great entertainment. Um, it isn't just all about the basketball, you know, there's right. gonna be just things happening and contests and uh, performances. Yeah, so um, it'll be fun. I wish I could be there. I actually am going to be on vacation for part of it. Oh, but. no. I was going to say we should link up because I want to meet you. But um, if, um, you know, if I'm ever in Minneapolis, again, we'll have to hook up or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Come to a Lynx game this summer. I, you know what, I really want to. And um, I'm kicking myself. I hadn't become a fan earlier when Way was doing her thing. And her dry humor, I love it to the core um WNBA needs that yeah definitely yeah the personality is a huge part of it I mean look at Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves just he's just hilarious and so confident and his his interviews are amazing I mean Kat too Kat's got 
our yeah our whole squad especially our main guys have just been such great um like cheerleaders for the team and representatives of like the whole state of minnesota yeah and like you know we're doing this for everybody and they're not messing around this season like they are a cohesive unit and when you see the post-game interviews whether they win or lose you can tell they're putting their 110 percent in and you can see it on the court too so yeah there's going to be some uh crazy we have i mean friday we're sold out we were sold out last night i believe or we were very close to selling out last night um so yeah we got a lot of chanting going on which is a nice uh we had some waves which i'm a fan of the wave oh yeah it shows that uh you full i think it's like the most obvious uh sign that you have a crowd that's hype like if you get thousands of people to do a thing that's really hard to do. <laughs> that's like really hard to do. So, uh, yeah, I took video of it. It's on, it's on my Instagram page. It's at DJ Mad Martigan. You guys can see that. Um, I put together a reel and included that clip in it where I'm at the right. DJ. I'm just following the whole wave go. I haven't seen that at the Target Center for a Timberwolves game. I have not seen that probably in like. 12 years or something like that so even though i'm media and even though i'm in the tunnel and the media workroom and all that stuff i'm gonna take it upon myself to start the wave i'm gonna get some fans to start it nice um so i have a couple more questions for you before i let you go uh how did you get your dj name um dj mad martigan uh so it's a movie reference uh it's from the movie willow which is a 1980s adventure film starring val kilmer who is the greatest swordsman that ever lived. And his name is Matt Mardigan. And uh, in the year, so I started DJing in 1999, but it was like in 2000, I was with my brother and we, we loved that movie. We'd watch it all the time, especially when we were on vacation in Sanibel Island, Florida. Okay. And because uh, it has a very islandy vibe to it. <laughs> and it was just like, I was trying to figure out a DJ name and it's like, he's the main character. So I was like, Matt Mardigan, Matt Mardigan, Matt Mardigan. Elliot, my brother was like, dude, that would be a great DJ name. And I was like, sweet, let's do it. So uh, luckily we, um, we didn't spell it right. We, we didn't do our research obviously and, see, and wait for the credits to see when you actually spell it. But that's a good thing because when you Google Mad Martigan, like I spell it with a D, M-A-R-D-I-G-A-N, you'll see me, not Val Kilmer. If you spell it the way his has a T instead of a D and something else is different about it, but Right. Um, it would be confusing for people if uh, we had spelled it right. So yeah, it so, came from the movie Willow. It's it's this swaggy name. I love it. Yeah. Um, in terms of providing music for players like Waylon or Towns or anyone that you're working with on a nightly basis, um, you know, take Waylon for example. We're gonna go the female route just because it's a women's final four. Um, if she or Augustus were to come to you and say, hey like we're veterans, this is what we want to hear on the sound system prior to a game. How mm-hmm. much say do they have? Um, I know you've talked about the, the Timberwolves having a lot of say, um, but, you know, going back to Way and all of that, would she have a say? Because she was that veteran on that team at the time that had the most seniority. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they all do, no matter how long they've been with us. Um yeah, they all have a say for sure. Um, so it just has to be clean and it has to be, it just has to have some forward moving progressive energy to it is really my main two things. Like it could be a country song, but like if as long as it's got that 
right energy and it's clean like and i'm very drum heavy with the, the tracks that i play um because i do feel like the drum move the track forward and like we don't want it to be just kind of stale and like you know flat line energy so yeah as long as there's a clean version or i can you know like i said in the beginning listen to it edit it on the fly then i'll play it um awesome. it's just Maybe it's a testament to how good we are doing our jobs as music directors and DJs for these teams, but they don't really request much. And we, it's kind of like a struggle every season. Like we want all the requests, like give us a, a sheet of a hundred songs that you guys like or make a Spotify playlist or something. And that's kind of like, we get them here and there, you know, and, and we, we follow everybody on Instagram, Twitter and stuff. So, you know, they'll post a track or say, oh, I'm really feeling this song right now. I'll screenshot it and download it you know, that kind of like research stuff behind the scenes stuff. And then they hear it at the game. They're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, this is my track, you know? So, um, yeah, but I think it's, I'm just assuming it's like, if it's not broke, why fix it? So it right, yeah. You guys are doing a great job and you know, they just don't have much to uh, add. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this edition of On Air with Audrey. I'm so happy you decided to listen to it. Um, as always, please follow On Air with Audrey on Instagram at On Air with Audrey. And then also on Twitter at air underscore Audrey. And then always check out the playlist associated with each episode. Uh, this playlist of On Air with Audrey actually has a lot of the tracks that TJ Mad Mardigan will play in Arena for the Timberwolves. So go check it out and please share with your friends and if you have the chance to go up to Minneapolis and St. Paul I highly suggest you do it is the coolest area ever also the music artist Prince is or was a resident of Minnesota so um, specifically Minneapolis and St. Paul area so um, there's a lot of cool music history up there but um, yeah Again, shout out to DJ Matt Martigan. You're amazing. Everybody's amazing who has been on this podcast or who is listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode, but for now, keep calm and listen on.